You're listening to a Mind Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. Hi there, Kelly. How's it going? I'm doing okay. How are you? It's week I'm exhausted. two without an exi- assistant. Yeah. Kelly, I don't know how you've been doing it because I can't function without some help. I'm now realizing yeah. you get you get accustomed yeah. to a level of support and then they disappear on you and yeah. I'm at a loss. So sorry I was late today. I just... Oh, listen. I, I, I'm so reliant it. on Carly for those texts of, where are you? You're supposed to be on a Zoom right now. Mm-hmm. So... Apologies. Hey, no worries. I know you're in a transitional period and you're so organized and capable. You know, it's just you haven't had to flex those muscles in a while because you've had Carly taking care of all this stuff for you. And now that she's gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a little while to get back on your feet. But I'm confident that you will or that you'll find another assistant and then you won't have to. Thank you. Is there any word on your your niece that was maybe interested in the job? Have you heard from her? Yeah. You know what? Her mom didn't want her taking a job on like that. She just said. What do you mean a job like that? Well, just um, she just didn't. What well, She wasn't sure she wanted her working in Hollywood, if I can be honest with you. Oh, well, uh-uh. that's interesting. Because I mean, because it, yeah. it's us, you know. I don't... Right. Yeah. And I know. So we're not Hollywood, Hollywood. but. No. You know, it is, it's a daunting industry. And I think a lot of parents have boundaries around yeah. whether they want their kids involved. And if they think that's a good example to be setting for how people live and how people relate to the world. And I think hmm. her mom ultimately just decided, no, I, I'm not comfortable with that, but she's scared. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, I mean, if your niece listens and hears this and cause I don't know what I can't actually tell, is this the mom thing or is this your niece's thing? Right. If your niece is listening and is interested Email us at ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Okay. I can't believe I'm hearing this. <laughs> slip us that resume and we'll see what, what can be done because parents don't always get it all of the time, right? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I, as the aunt, can't encourage her to do yeah. this, right? I mean, you know, I can say, hey, you should consider it. But, right, you know, yeah. on the record, I have to be no what mom says goes um, right. because, you know, this is, this is Derek's sister. This isn't my blood sister. So I, I, yeah. No, I don't mean to interfere. I'm just, I'm just getting a little desperate. I think I can't, I can't, I just can't miss another appointment. You know, I had a dermatologist last week and straight up forgot. And now I just, I have some things to check out, you know? And so I don't know, it's, it's going to be another couple months before I can get in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is there anything you want to talk about on the podcast in terms of health or is it serious or is it, is it okay? Just, just sort of a routine no, skin no, check. No, it's r- You're supposed routine. to get moles checked every year, you know? That's right. That's right. And it's been a couple years for me just because of forgetfulness, but mm-hmm. no, I'm getting in there soon. So, so I don't want anyone to worry and I'll let you guys oh, know. Good. Well, you know, I'll worry. So just <laughs> yeah. try to, try to, rem- you know what? Maybe I'll be your Carly until you get a new Carly. What do you think? Oh, stop. You're, you are busy enough with the girls. I don't want to pile on here. Ugh. Well, you know, we just did their annual physicals before the start of the school year. So we're actually pretty current on, I have some bandwidth. For the start of the school year? Yes. Back in August? 
Oh my God. Oh, Kelly, your brain is, is going too. I mean, it's been months oh, now. Mullen. I need an assistant. <laughs> I think I need an assistant. Yeah. It's January. It's yeah. mid January. And I. It'll be maybe February thinking, by the time our lovely listeners are hearing this. But you, so even oh. more comical how late you are. How yeah. Late, and I thought the school year had just started. Well, well, there we're you not go. doing great. Listeners, no. if you know, it's the doldrums of winter and we're both just hanging on by a thread. Yeah. And yeah. you guys, you know, I don't know if you like to hear this kind of stuff, but that's just how it is today. And yeah, yeah. that's what that's what you're going to get. Yeah. And I hope our guests can forgive us if we are a little bit disorganized right. today. Oh. He was always actually quite organized, I got to think, given given his position on the show. Right. Yeah. But listen, today we're talking about season four, episode eight with aforementioned guest. And we're so excited to have him joining us on the podcast. Yes. Joining us today to recap this wonderful episode is onset teacher, Chris Cornell. Hi there, Chris. Welcome. Hey, what a exciting moment in time. This is so great. I'm sorry you're having these winter doldrums, but I'm just, I'm getting sized up. I'm getting excited. It's middle of the school year um, and the kids are loving it. They just got off winter break. Oh boy. Oh, what a helpful orientation and time. Yes, that is great. And I, uh, I have a question. Are you, are you on set these days? Cause what you just sounded like was like you're in a real school. No offense to the onset stuff. What are, what mm-hmm. are you up to these days? Are you still kicking it with these actor kids? Yes, I, I've, I've pivoted a little bit in what I was teaching a little bit. I'm more of a PE teacher now, but I'm having a blast with these kids. They put me in. I really wanted to coach some high school football. Uh, so I'm, I'm in there with the kids uh, a little bit older now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? But it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you're doing, correct me if I've misunderstood, on-set PE teaching? No, 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 no. I'm in a real school, finally. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But, Congratulations. Well, I'm glad you asked that because you can't just go into a job with no experience. So I was trying to get the kids on set of Last Man Standing. I was the tutor for oh, that for a little bit. Oh, my um, fun. I was getting them on the field afterwards, and it was a blast. Tim Allen was really rough with the kids. I had to lay it down a little bit, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, and that isn't that what's so wonderful about you is always protecting the kids, always looking out for them, sometimes, you know, popping in to watch them act and just make sure they're hitting everything. Uh, you were just so hands-on not in the, in a good way. Right. Got to be careful with the words we use. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially in working with children these days, because there's some sick people out there, but you were not one of them, Chris, you were just no, an absolute so lovely. professional. I really appreciate you saying that because I really wanted to take that guardianship, that protection of them, and I took it to every aspect of their life. I mean, I would go home with them sometimes, just eat dinner with the family, Mm, we'd go to concerts together. I really, me and Harvey really hit it off. We would, I know he's a little bit like the hunk, so I I was kind of uh, getting these girls away, and Ginger's mind was on what's important. You and us both, Chris, I mean, we we were having to fight paparazzi off of him when he would come on to set in later seasons, and we'd be like, please, please, you know, pap us instead. We're ready for it. He's a child. But yeah. They want what they and, want. And if you don't mind me saying, uh, you should have gotten those pictures taken. You grails are looking great. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you Chris. stop it. Oh my gosh. This is, well, this, my day's turning around. That's for yeah. sure. Day made. Sorry, I'm a bit of a dirty dog nowadays. <laughs> are you? Okay, so, so, well, I mean, 
It's hard not to ask a follow-up there. Hard not to ask a follow-up when you say a bit of a dirty dog these days. So uh, what's your relationship status? You were very devoted to your girlfriend. Always. I remember, you know, when you were on set, but that's, I mean, it's been that's years ago, 11 years since we went off the air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We've been, we were together for up until about two months ago. (gasps) I thought she was my spiritual partner for eternity. Um, she didn't like, uh, where things were going. She wanted me to do things I didn't want to do. And we just saw our paths going different ways. She, Mm. and if I'm being honest, we were part of this group. She kind of hooked up with the leader and (gasps) kind of, no, was kind of focusing on that. So a bit of a dirty dog. I'm just trying, you know, you've been with the same person for a long time. You're ready to get your feet in the water. Totally. Kelly can relate. I got to think. I absolutely can relate. I'm on Raya for the first time in, I mean, on any, to to be on any dating site after a marriage is a real mind F if I can say, I mean, it's just (laughs) surreal to be out there in the world of dating sexually active adults again. But I I gotta (laughs) say feeling like a dirty dog feels pretty good. Huh? I mean, are, are you enjoying it or is it, is it difficult? No, it's absolutely amazing. I'm and, and please excuse my French. I'm dipping my dick in and out of all around town right now. Chris, it's been absolutely incredible. Wow. I'm like, wow. Excuse my French. Excuse wow. my he French. Said, excuse my French. So right? can, if you hadn't said it, I would have been pretty toed. But I think it, I'm so. I'm just used to seeing you so buttoned up on set because right. because you had to be. And isn't that probably true for all of us? We're not able to always bring our full selves to the workplace, in particular when you're working with children. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, 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 apologies while I adjust to this, this new right. side of you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Raw and unfiltered. Uh, <laughs> finally feeling like myself. Uh, Kelly, you mentioned you're right. Have you matched with any celebrities? Uh, you know what? Well, it's such a funny question too, because to, to Kelly or, or myself, like a celebrity is just like a, a peer, peer right? you know, it's just someone who's, uh, who's yes. just like us. So, it might even be hard to categorize that way, Kelly. I don't know. Um, right. There was that, um, I'll, I'll just say Broadway actor that you matched yes. with. Yes. Yes. I was seeing someone who was a Broadway actor, but you know what? Wow. I might have to say no actors going forward for me. Mm. I think maybe just too close, you know, I, I for yeah. all his flaws, Derek, who was an accountant, it was really nice to have just two totally different worlds and to be able to come together at the end of our days and just talk about our different silly little worlds. And when you're dating an actor, you're just getting more of the same sick little world that makes you feel crazy. So totally, you Mm -hmm. know, you don't want that. You don't want more of that over, over wine, you know? Mm -mm. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Do you, do you like dating fellow teachers or do you steer clear of your, Right. Uh, are there any co-workers? professions that are red flags for you? Professions are red flags? Doctors. You know, they're just so <gasps> busy, so preoccupied. Yes, yes. Um, anyone who's in the spiritual realm, the esoteric, I, I kind of stay away from after my past experiences. Right, um, right. But, so what, was that a cult? Sorry to cut right. you off. Were you were you and your ex in a cult? Is that what so I'm... So sorry to cut you off. Yeah, were you in a cult? I would say, you know, after having been apart, away from it for about two months. Two months, not a lot of time. Oh, but you've already come it's to You've already vote. processed. Yeah, that's great. That's I've come good. to terms with it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, wow. I'm actually producing a little documentary about it. I'd love to get you guys uh, talking heads talking about me for a little bit. But it, it's oh, it's about to. Oh, taking sure. down this cult. Uh, taking out. It's going to be uh, on free form. So it's going to be really good. You've already got distribution. 
Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Wow, because wow, this, wow. some celebrities are in this cult, so I'm, it's going to be a big get for them. Okay. Oh, okay. oh sort of a, a Nexium. And let's just situation. say yeah. Renner. <gasps> you are not serious. Whoa. Now, I wish that we had talked sooner, Chris, because Mal and I are starting up a production company, and this sounds yeah. like the kind of story we really would have loved to tell, or to help you tell, rather. Yeah, I mean, a docu-series. We wow. don't have anything like that on our slate. No. In fact, we have... We have really only one thing Almost on our slate nothing, at the moment. Yeah. Um, but a docuseries in this sort of true crime cult space would be huge for huge. morning story. That's the name of our company, Chris. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's great because I have distribution, distribution, that's the word, mm-hmm. but okay. we don't have uh, producers on board. So <laughs> I'm, I'm oh. open for some production work. Uh, <gasps> if you guys want to get in on that. Oh wow. my gosh. Okay. Th- this is huge. Cause so our other project is um, a film and, and we're still just in early, early days on the script. So this is mm-hmm. an opportunity for us to be in production, actually shooting something Some pretty very soon. soon. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <sighs> okay. So, okay. Well, Chris, we're going to connect offline and hopefully I can email you back on fricking time despite not having support right now. But I am really excited about this. I think this is going to be... Oh, I mean, this I mean, could be huge. We'll have to chat offline, obviously, to get get mm. more of the details. I want to make sure that the cult isn't too. Um, how do I say this? Bad, illegal, nasty. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I what? But there, there is a there's a balance there where you want you want some some scandal, but yeah. not so much scandal where it's sad, right? You want children being eaten alive, kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Definitely. I think that's where the line is, probably. So I'm right, really excited to talk about this. Do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I I realize thoughtlessly swilling a glass of red wine as we record. Of course for me that's that's pretty average on a a Sunday night such as this on which we are recording, but Chris, you didn't used to you didn't used to consume alcohol at least on set and you were very vocal about that that aspect of your life and your personality and so forgive me, you know, for I just you know, I'm home relaxing and my girls are in bed, but um, I didn't mean to wave that around in your face as we recorded. It's okay. I really appreciate uh, you thinking about that and remembering. But please drink away. Um, I'm no longer straight edge. I've oh, okay. uh, broken edge. Uh, oh, yeah. congratulations! Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a fun transition so in life. Is that also you know as of the past two months or right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I was hanging out with some of these kids. Um, as you know, I like to be a mentor for, after yes. football practice, yeah. and one of the one of them mm-hmm. popped me some Molly water. So I drank some of that and I accidentally broke edge, but you know, I really enjoyed it. So now I'm just drinking Molly water on the regular. I didn't so, even know they're putting it in water. No, this wow. is what I was going to say oh, too. It tastes great. So is this something I need to be worried about for my girls? Big time. <laughs> oh um, no. It depends. Do you like your girls having fun? <laughs> uh, Chris, they're oh, young. Chris, they're young. Chris, How old they are, are they now? Kelly? Eleven. Okay, oh, okay. Boy. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Okay. okay, Chris, they're don't what? scare me like that. They're nine and eleven, so they're too young to be doing Molly um, or MDMA. I don't know what is the street. The street name is Molly, and the you know whatever it is. I don't want them doing it, uh, and I don't mean to be small minded, but okay. it's just you know, eleven years old is a little young. I think it's a little young. Yeah, it's just totally understandable how you want to raise your kids. Um, if I had kids, they'd be doing Molly water as young as mm-hmm. two, three years old. Once they're off the milk, once so they're off of Molly water, the milk, get their mind microdosing. 
Now, Chris, mm-hmm. this is you being a dirty dog, I think, because there is no <laughs> way once you had a, a beautiful child of your own that you would be f- forcing the, uh, drugs on them. I just, I just Two know, I know you better than that. And I don't know if we're posturing here be- for the audience because you're a newly single guy out, you know, on the dating market for the first time. But anyone listening right. should know Chris is a lovely young man. He's a and- lovely young man. And he might be trying to make himself appear a little, you know, a little bad boy because he knows that. <laughs> can do well with the women, but we're telling you right here, we know he's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You know what? I appreciate you saying that, but I'm kind of trying to appeal to these naughty girls, these influencer types, these uh, Vanderpump Rules girls. Uh, I want to no. link up with Stassi really quick. With Stassi? Huh. Yeah, I think Stassi would be a great link up for me. So Link up. I think, like, I think she likes these bad boys like Jax and stuff like that in the mm-hmm. earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. So I think if I kind of go into that, it could be great for me. It could. I mean, it could be huge, Chris. I mean, yeah, but I just I, I also worry about you getting in with that crowd because they they're I just mean, trouble and they're in the public eye in a way that and they're losing so much money on their businesses because they're all their lives are such a yeah, mess. Yeah. And, and take it from Kelly and take it from me. Being in the public eye is not always a it's positive a thing. Park. Yep. No, no. And I think we saw that with Ariana last year. And, you know, it's just, it's we rough. See it, you know, Especially every with that time crowd. I log on to YouTube, my suggested videos are compilations of how weird Mullen's head looks on riding around. I mean, and people are merciless. All right. All right. Not every, not every time though, right? Not, but I'm telling you, but the often, algorithm knows. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's sending that Has your head changed? It does look a bit different. Has oh, your head thank changed? You. I, I think it is changing over time. I think. I have been doing these sort of this sort of um, <laughs> manual manipulation I'm supposed to be doing, where it uh, depresses the, the parts that are, you know. <laughs> so, so there are some some things I'm supposed to be doing, and I I do think they're working. So that is nice to hear. I don't always get a great view of that part myself. So, right, you get any insight from John because he um, can see the back of your head. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The guy loves me too much. He's, he's, he's thinks right. my head's perfect or no matter he what. he knows what's good for him. <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You dirty dog. <laughs> I ain't the only dirty dog here. We're a pack of wild animals. <laughs> that's oh, baby, that's us. Are. How fun. That's us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves and I would like to <laughs> maybe recap the episode yeah. that we had planned to recap today and then we go back to being dirty dogs later. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Because this is our famous Thanksgiving episode, so we can't can't skip we it. Cannot skip it. I bet a lot of you listening have been looking forward to this one, and mm-hmm. and here we go. Kelly, would you like to read the synopsis of season four, episode eight? After Frankie's family disinvites him from Thanksgiving, Tom and the gang band together to make it the best turkey day ever. Meanwhile, Lily tries to teach everyone about colonialism. Amazing. I think Amazing. I think our writers were early on this colonialism uh-huh. thing because now so you can't go Thanksgiving without hearing about it. But back then, in what two thousand eight, I mean, this is positively new information mm-hmm. for a certain type of folk, right? The people watching our show, right, definitely the, new information for them. Yes, yes. You know, I actually would be curious to get the the, the data from Nielsen on race and gender and the, and the demographic breakdown, yeah. but I have to assume largely white. Mm. I think, I think we're looking at a group of people that is, you know, willfully, we can debate ignorant about colonialism. And so this episode, I got to think, and listeners write in if this was a huge wake up call for you, but mm-hmm. I got to think this was 
hang on this holiday where I thought I just sit around and say what I'm grateful for actually has some other elements to it that I might need to look into. I mean, that, that was big at the time, you know? Right. And this is just, I mean, this is Obama has just been elected president. This is November, 2008. So a lot of people are learning a lot of things about the country that they grew up in. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people also might've been feeling like, well, we fixed it with the election of Obama. And so I think this episode might've actually been a little bit of a tough pill to swallow for people who are like, well, (laughs) hang on, we're post-racial now. What's all Mm -hmm. this then? Um, but look, I know Kelly, I don't, we don't have to get into it because I don't want, I don't want us to sort of be at odds here, but you know, my, my girls have started educating me to, for example, you know, in, in New York city here, they have a, they have off for Columbus day and my girls have started letting me know that actually Christopher Columbus is not a great guy. Mm. And so I'm, I'm learning in my own way at my own pace, you know, that mm-hmm. the, the, the myths about the founding of America that I was taught growing up may not be the, the only side of the story. And I'm certainly open to receiving that information. Well, mm. that's great. That's great. Chris, I wanted to know actually when we have an episode like this, where there is maybe a chance for actual instruction to happen. Are you taking advantage of that and doing, you know, a little unit on colonial America? Uh, are you incorporating it or is it just whatever they're working on? You got to supervise that. How much leeway did you get? Excellent question. I mm-hmm. really appreciate you saying that, Molly. And that's one of the best questions I've heard in weeks, maybe months. And I'm a teacher. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, but uh, it wasn't. It was an eye opening episode for me because, you know, I have to read the script and I have to go through and see what I have to push on the kids and see what kind of things we need to focus on. So they understand the grasp of everything. But wow. I had no idea about all this stuff. So it was really eye opening for me. We get Obama in there and then. All this incredible stuff is happening uh, where I'm learning left and right and, you know, the Obama Lil Wayne song and all this stuff. It's just it was I felt a rush of blood go through my system and I I felt like a different man after this episode. I really did. I taught so much about me and opened my eyes. Now, you said (laughs) Lil Wayne Obama. Obama and I I have to say I missed this one. So and I did, too. um, I'm going to have to Google this. Okay, so this is the. Lil Wayne, Barack Obama, a Millie. But instead of saying a Millie, a Millie, he says Obama, Obama. <laughs> Obama, 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 Obama. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm pulling this up. Oh, you know what? It looks like he did it on Jimmy Fallon. How classic is that? Oh, NBC brother. I love the Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. Did you see that uh, epic subway prank where he was in uh, the train station with Green Day? I mean, that was awesome. Whoa. I didn't see that. Recent or decade ago? Extremely recent. (laughs) Okay. Oh, is that right? Okay. Now I'm going to have to Google this. I'm so so behind on my late night, so I haven't seen that yet. I know. I've really got to get into it. I'm sorry. It was was an awesome viral video where Green Day is playing, I think, at Union Square. Yes. And oh, how fun! Square Station, and he, and they're playing. And guess who's playing the tambourine? <gasps> Jimmy Fallon. The guy's incredible. I mean, what can't he, he do? Should have got him on the show. <laughs> oh, would have oh loved to. And you know, Kelly and I never got to be on late night with, with Jimmy or, or the Tonight Show. Yeah, but um, right. I know, I know, Gus did and just had an absolute blast. Everyone, look up that clip of, of Gus on on late night with Jimmy. He's, oh yeah, telling oh, a story about the time that he. 
and his cousin got pulled over. It's hilarious. Very funny. Very funny. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? Podcast is the new television. So who knows? Maybe you will be oh. on Jim. You, do, you don't give up your dream slash hopes. Now, you are never people know. saying that? That's what I always tell these kids. That's good to kids hear. Kids are always saying that. Yeah. Okay. I like that because, you know, yeah, people like keep it. telling us, oh, you got to do video. So we actually right. are on TikTok now, by the way, everyone. Yes. Listening, please go head over to TikTok.com backslash riding around pod really good we snagged do it duets. it's awesome when people do duets and stitches it's <gasps> oh awesome my gosh. Yes. you know what i think our videos React. have started to, to be duetted but we'll have to start duetting other people i think mullen yes i think so and and look if any of you are watching and you want to duet and maybe <gasps> react in real time or or, or or i don't know how exactly how this this uh, stitch us you know with, right. with some your favorite clips if um we've just been posting clips of the podcast but um yeah, apparently but it's we're a new open TV, to so collaboration. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's here's what I want. I want you to clip this, guys. I want you to clip this moment of us talking. Okay. And it's gonna be a request. Okay. Okay. If you're listening to this right now, I want you to hit the Dougie. <laughs> and while you're doing the Dougie, I want yes. you to say, riding around, baby. <laughs> and okay. that's it. That's the clip. That's hit the clip. Dougie. Come on. Riding, riding around, around, baby. Give me to do. Okay. Yeah, I that's like that. So a, a dance challenge. Um that yep. connects to the show. That's good. Yes. Yeah. Because Molly has my a little bit of a dance. <gasps> oh my God, please get your students to do it. I mean, we would love to get more people involved in, the, you know, more young people involved. I don't know. Are the students you teach popular? Because if so, I think this could be very big. Right. If they're not, don't bother, I guess. They're popular in our school. Oh, that's great. And sometimes that's all you need. It can spread around your school and then people elsewhere will pick it up. So, uh-huh. uh-huh. What were you saying about Marlon being a dancer? Oh, well, yeah, a bit of a dance background. <laughs> yeah, in my younger days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, Chris, I it's did. Incredible. I went I on no Dancing with the Stars for, you know, a short run. Short, short run. Yeah. Got voted out the first week, but that's because that people didn't understand what <laughs> she was trying to do. Yeah, I mean, everyone can look up the the clip of the dance I did. I still, I, I'm happy with it. You know, I go, sometimes I watch it and I'm embarrassed and sometimes I watch it and I'm really proud. I mean, I couldn't do even five steps of what you did, Mullen. So my hat's off to you. And most people couldn't. So I, you, <laughs> I, I, my new thing with reality shows is that the first week everyone stays because right. there's such a mm. stigma to cut about someone down. the first, you know, the first one out. Like it's just, it's not nice. And, um, and so if the next week, Oh wait, I think I do remember you went viral. You're doing like a jib jab kind of dance, right? Like you're <laughs> trying to look like a jib jab. Well, I, th- yes. With the head kind of, di- you know, doing different stuff than the body. I don't, it was, I thought innovative choreography <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. my pro has not been asked back and, and he's very talented so i don't <laughs> i don't want us to slander him too much because right. he was really trying something and i'll be honest yeah. i pushed him to it i said jib jab is it i've gotten a bunch of christmas cards with this and it's it's Ugh. pretty <laughs> it's good stuff and um uh, yeah anyway I'd, I'd love for that not to be my legacy with dance because i really did train a lot as a kid like i'm not i'm not terrible you know so if they ever do kind of a last chance kitchen but with dancing with the stars where the people who are eliminated can come back i well, would Molly, be who honored produce that a little production company run by us more in story more i actually story. don't think so because then i oh. i don't know if i could put myself in the show <laughs> <laughs> i would worry about that so a lovely well, opportunity for other people but for me i don't know I don't... If that's true mullen i mean hello sunshine i mean how many actresses have production companies that exist specifically to find them good and compelling stories i mean that's true i just i would want to win and then i think we would be running up against 
accusations right. that it was rigged because, you know, depending on who the judges are, and I would handpick them, of course, it right. could just be tricky. Okay. Just be who tricky. would you want as a judge? Who would be, who, who oh, would your amazing question. dream Dancing with the Stars cast judge be? Oh, wow. Okay. Jojo Siwa, uh-huh. for one. Um, just because I, I like her vibe and, and she... <laughs> no, that's really interesting. Well, she's she did Dancing with the Stars, Kelly. I don't know if you know this. You're no, acting I didn't. like it's an, a bizarre choice, but... Um, well, no, I didn't know. And, you know, that little girl <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit afraid of. I don't, I don't really understand her whole thing. There's an intensity there, and that's what I... In the eyes. That's actually what I would appreciate, you know, in her, in her judging. And I want to say I've maybe... She might have guest judged on a recent season, and that might be why I have in my head that she would be so good. Um, or no, maybe mm. that was So You Think You Can Dance. Mm. Yeah, she guest judged on So You Think You Can Dance. Anyways... Oh, I love So You Think You Can Dance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Cat Dealey. What mm-hmm. a... Uh. Now, if we do a show, I want Cat Dealey as the presenter. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? That's great. Oh my no, God. She's good. She's a she class good act. Can I pitch someone? Please. Oh, Can I pitch someone? Yes. Dave Navarro. <gasps> oh, okay. I like that. From Ink Master. So, yep. Dave Navarro is from what band? A lot of bands. Okay. Yeah. Jane's Addiction? He was in Jane's Addiction. He was, yep. He was also okay. in Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Cause I don't think of him yeah, as the main going. guys from Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. Yeah, I don't think I'm thinking Flea. I'm thinking the other ones. Anthony. Kiedis. Anthony Kiedis. John Frusciante. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And there's got to be some other ones. Okay. Interesting. Dave Navarro. And so, mm-hmm. and so what would he, you're recommending him as what again? <laughs> a judge. Judge, a, presenter. A judge. I want him oh, on right. the show so bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't want him dancing, but I, I do want to see him on. Yeah, the show in some capacity. Yeah, I mean, he is someone, he's got a charisma that is hard to find elsewhere. So I'm I'm with you on that. He is kind of the energy I'm trying to go for in my my second act. I'm trying to be Dave Navarro-esque. I feel it. uh, Johnny Depp-esque, aesthetically. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, so that's with the eyeliner, which is new. I wasn't sure if that, yes. Okay, so I see what you're going for. That's amazing. Okay, great. Oh, it's tattooed eyeliner. It's it's Tattooed. Okay, now I've been looking into this. Tattooed makeup. Okay. <laughs> Say more about that. Well, look, when you've got features as light as mine, right? sometimes you when you're doing that. public appearances, you just want to be stepping outside. You know, I go to the grocery store. If I'm not made up, I'm looking absolutely ghostly. But if I had a permanent mm-hmm. tattooed makeup look on, mm-hmm. now look, would I be going for the heavy eyeliner look? Probably not. That would be a little bit harsh, but um, on, just on me. Uh, Chris, on you, on you, I, I, I look amazing. Go long cat, long cat eyes is what I'm imagining for you. Just real oh. up there, almost to where uh, sideburns might be starting. Okay, I'll think about Something it. Like that I'll think good. about that. Yeah, maybe okay. I'll. Yeah, um, totally. I'll have one of my makeup artist friends. Maybe actually, you know what? Who I'll call up is Kevin Concealer. Maybe he can do a look like that. It's actually not too dissimilar from our. Um, black swan mm-hmm. looks we did kelly that was actually an incredible winged eyeliner yeah and it looked great on you chris i fear that we've fallen we've gone so far astray oh from what we came God. here to talk we about i mean our, our listeners are probably going nuts listening no, to this being like I, we have what? questions for chris they love this stuff they love this stuff they love to hear about our lives yeah. and our guest lives and you know that's what they're here for yes they, they they love the show they want more information about the show but they want more information about us too and that includes Chris Cornell. Chris, mm. can I ask, just to go yeah. way back mm. in time, how'd you end oh, up yeah. as an onset tutor? How did, how did you get hired initially? 
I love that question. I applied for a job on Craigslist. Craigslist. Huh. We've heard that before. Who was it who told us they, there's some other writing around job that definitely could have been uh, Terry. It might have been Kevin. Okay, yeah. And what a marker of the times. As a society, we were using Craigslist. Some of these more ancillary jobs, uh, yeah. you know, you don't even think of us as the crew. We're kind of even beyond the crew sometimes. Right. Yeah. I'm an onset teacher. So that's where you find these kinds of more peculiar jobs. It's Craigslist. It's mm-hmm. Fiverr. All these kinds of places Fiverr. is where you're picking up your gigs. Yes. Were you an accredited teacher or anything? Were you anything? Um, in, in, the <laughs> sense, in the sense that I... Have a degree? Mm. No, but I, I'm a sensei at a. I was a sensei at a dojo, oh, and okay. I took that as say no more. Uh huh. Think of the kid protection and all these kinds of yeah. things. All these things translate to being on set. And I never thought I was the dumbest guy in class, so I thought I could pick up the concepts. Yeah, I mean these uh, are kids. You know, yeah. It's not students. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I was my career before even on set teaching uh, was. Uh, sensei. sensei at a dojo, Kenpo Karate specifically. The bowing that you would do, mm-hmm. this this is all making sense. I now see. I mean, a sensei is a teacher, a teacher of yep. karate, you know, so I think that Thank totally qualifies. That. I could see why they offered you the job. And you sending your students off into their scene work with a little bow, it would really put them in the right headspace. Often it would be difficult to get these kids you know, to snap in and focus and we'd be doing rehearsals and stuff. It could not get the, until they got the bow from you. And then they knew. Honor the scene as if you would honor the ring. Yep. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. It's the kind of mindfulness practice that I think I could really benefit from. Oh God. Couldn't we all? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Do you have any tips there? (laughs) Some tips for, for what exactly? For just how to be mindful in our daily lives. I think we heard you did karate and then made huge leaps about what else you might be mm-hmm. sort of an expert in. and But but just in general, also with your cult experiences, I mean, I got to imagine they were co-opting some sort of Eastern spiritual tradition, I got to think. So anything there? What's keeping you grounded these days is maybe an easier question. <laughs> I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, the cult was more in Western religion, so it was very christian Oh, okay. How cool. Um, I love that. That's It was so badass. It was so sweet. That actually might be a plus for our docu-series. Right. Easier to relate to. Yep. Christianity way in. Very good for the U.S. Mm-hmm. market. Yeah. I love the U.S. market. Um, but yeah, there's so many uh, different things I do to stay zen. One of my more modern things is I've been microdosing molly water, as I right. mentioned to you. Um, I know you don't want your kids, but maybe as an adult, just trying something different every day. Trying something that you wouldn't normally think yeah. about. And it could be as simple as wearing the wrong shoe on the wrong foot for one day. Just see what Isn't it's like to be different. That's such a good idea. Um, wow. You like your pasta al dente, cook it till it's mush. Just something yes. a little different. Yes. I like that. Because you've heard the thing where it's like, stand on a chair and you view the room suddenly mm-hmm. from such a different vantage point that it just changes your perception. Mm-hmm. So yes, walk around in an uncomfortable shoe situation and see how that... And, yeah. and maybe there's a lesson there about ableism. Right. Mm. Or even, you know, take wow. a, take a ring that, that you normally that's wear. That's the kind of things that takes you yeah. going. Put it on a different hand, mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Less about ableism and just more about, you know, maybe I want my ring finger to be getting some more sun than it has been. All this stuff <laughs> is really interesting to think about. Now, now, Chris, I have to say we are coming up on the end of our time with you. And I want to make sure <laughs> yeah. we get to mm. some listener questions. 
Trey from Burlington, Vermont wants to know what happens when the actors don't do their homework. Oh, Oh. I'd love to know this too, actually. And I I love that you asked that because I did mention I ingratiate myself into these kids' lives. Um, I become not a parental figure, but more of a big brother figure. Yeah. And what do big brothers do when you don't do your, when you're being an annoying little sibling, you put your fist up like that. You know what I mean? You never actually pull the trigger, but you go like that. Yes. So you you cock your arm (laughs) back and kind of scare them a little bit, but you would never, you're just like, what'd you say? And so we haven't actually talked about Carrie and Samantha at all, but obviously those were your other two main charges in this role. And they were pretty wild girls. So (laughs) the thought of you... (laughs) Threatening to, and I guess for the listeners, should we explain what right what that gesture <laughs> what Chris was? was He's doing there, pulling his arm back with a fist as if to punch yeah. someone in the head. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. just or it's a chest sort of or something. Yeah, back, like, and then it stops. It's, it's, the chest goes forward, the arm comes back, but the hand is in a fist. Head goes down a little bit. Oh, yeah, head goes down. Yeah. Um, hopefully that made mm-hmm. it clear for everybody. Yeah, but get it um, the thought of you doing that to. Uh, how old were Carrie and Samantha then? They were they were they were young. They were not They're quite in high school young. yet. But yeah. but but look, yeah. they were and I wouldn't say this in many other contexts, but they were mature for their ages. And so I think <laughs> so I think for this one context we could just say that's allowed. And what other kind of things did big brothers do? I kind of took the big brother thing. So it wasn't always cock my arm back. Maybe mm. it's um I'm going to take away something you like. And break it in front of you. you know okay. What I mean? uh, oh, you want to play the Xbox today? I'm going to play it all night and you don't get a chance until it's bedtime and <gasps> it's too late. Oh, oh wow. diabolical. Kinds of things like that. I think that's what made you so good at it. You're reaching them on their level. Yeah. And I bet a lot of teachers listening to this could take some notes from you because, hey, you got results. None of those kids, well, did they graduate? I got to assume they wound up with GEDs eventually. Yeah. We, so, mm. so teachers take notes. I was out of there before. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So you didn't join us for season seven, right? So I didn't, I didn't like mm-hmm. the one that came after you. I'll just say that. Ugh, yuck. Might cut this in case we want to have it them will. on yeah. uh, later, but season seven was not the same. <laughs> Let's no. just say that kids were going oh, wow. crazy because of that, that teacher. And, and maybe it was just the contrast, uh, a disciplinarian coming in mm. right after you, Chris, it just was a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Shift and changes really scare kids. They're like horses. Yeah. yeah they need a slow <laughs> and steady transition. Mm-hmm. And I would say that. Yeah. I would say, kid, you look like a damn horse. Yeah. Um, and it would, it would yeah. really work. You look like a damn horse. Listen, an unconventional method, but we cannot question <laughs> that it was effective. You taught the heck out yeah. of those kids on riding around set, and we were so lucky to have you there doing that job. Yeah. Unconventional method from an unconventional guy. Yes. Chris, thanks for doing the show. Do you have anything you'd like to promote before we let you get out of here? You know, if you want to check out the East Valley High's uh, football team, we play every Saturday uh, for the rest of the season. This comes out in February, yes. you said? Yes. The season will be over. <laughs> oh, Sorry yeah. about that. If you have any Shoot. kids and you're kind of on a, in a border area where you could decide which high school, you're not sure... East Valley High, great stuff going okay. on over there. Um, Amazing. That's definitely something. Uh, one of my students, um, Amir Khan, he's he's on social media, and you could check it out at Amir Khan stuff. Okay, that's yeah. Amir Khan but stuff. He's, he's kind of leading the charge on those TikTok dances that I was mentioning. That's earlier. so cool. And oh, and what great. kinds of stuff does he make? Is he more on the comedy side or just dance? Comedy. Comedy. Okay, great. 
He's a comedy guy. Well, we'll send people his way for sure. We can't get enough of that stuff. Obviously, we both love it. We spent our careers doing it. And, and yeah. we're so happy to have you here today to talk about it with us, Chris. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Writing Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, writingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Writing Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hi, guys.